And joining us now to discuss the latest in Ukraine and his new book, Dawn of the Brave, a perfect title given the sign of our times right now, is the first Green Beret to be elected to Congress, Republican Congressman Michael Waltz. Congressman Waltz, great to have you back here on the show. Hey, thanks so much, Rita. Good to be with you. You know, it's great to have you on. And boy, what a just difficult time I think about in the world. These heartbreaking images of what we've seen out of Ukraine um, from, of course, the town of Buka, just right outside of Kiev. What are your thoughts as we're seeing just these horrible images of, you know, tortured civilians um, clearly, you know, executed and, you know, with their hands tied behind their back? You know, it's, uh, Rita, it's uh, it's obviously difficult to see. Um, I, part of me is thankful, though, that these images are coming out uh, for the world to see. Uh, for those of us who have dealt with the Russians uh, over the years, as I have certainly in my military experience, but also in the in the policy world, uh, this is this is the Russian way of war. Uh, they did this in Afghanistan. Uh, back in the 80s, where they literally carpet-bombed villages. They even, Rita, uh, uh, disguised landmines as toys so that kids would pick them up uh, and, and, of course, kill and maim the children to terrorize the families. They've done this in Chechnya. They've done this in uh, Syria, where the U.N. has estimated the Russians deliberately bombed 54 hospitals. Uh, and now we're seeing this play out uh, in, in Ukraine. But unlike those other conflicts, uh, this is on full display for the world to see. Uh, it's absolutely a war crime uh, that that not only the Russian soldiers have to be held accountable for, but all the way up, to chain, uh, up the chain to Putin himself. And I think for anyone who had any doubt of whether we should be supporting the Ukrainians, uh, I hope this erases it. We just cannot turn a blind eye turn our backs and allow this to continue. Yeah, I agree, Congressman Walt. So what do we do now with Putin? I mean, we heard from President Biden today saying that he wants a war crimes trial. How do you think we should handle this? Well, I think that's one thing, the message against Putin. Um, And we should. But honestly, I don't really think he gives much of a darn. Uh, Who we need to be messaging to, and I'd like to see us call out by name, uh, are the generals, colonels, you know, officials all the way down the line uh, that um, that they will be pursued. Many of them are, are thinking about life after Putin, uh, and that you know, if it, that that they will be held accountable and start sowing doubt into their minds of whether they should continue, you know, on this murderous path that that Putin is leading, uh, and and start, frankly, one to hopefully stop. Uh, the atrocities they're committing, but to start sowing doubt within um, within his chain of command. Uh, and then uh, you know, we need to we need to support Ukrainians uh, and Zelensky in his effort to win. Uh, my the thing that frustrates me the most is is the White House is so afraid of Putin. Uh, they've allowed him to draw red lines that we've backed away from. Of course, no one wants World War III, uh, but you know you can't let fear drive your policy. Putin's afraid of war with us too, uh, and we need to establish very clear 
uh, redlines ourselves when it comes to the use of chemical weapons, when it comes to the use of WMD, uh, continuing these atrocities. And we need to stop drawing these ridiculous distinctions between the different types of weapons we're providing the Ukrainians. Give them everything they need. Give them the most sophisticated weapons that they can possibly use. Give them the training to be able to use it the most effectively and let them go fight and win. You know, a lot of people point to exactly what you're saying in terms of like in Vietnam, the Russians were supplying tons of planes. They didn't hold back. So do you believe to that point that we should be giving them the MiGs and some other things? And Korea and Korea as well. Uh, right. Uh, in, in multiple wars, uh, both the Chinese and the Russians were providing uh, the adversaries of the U.N. and the United States. Um, literally tons of weapons, including the most sophisticated planes at that time. We should be providing the MiGs. We should be providing the S-300 air defense system. Uh, We should be providing the radars that they've been asking for. But here's the policy decision that that I believe uh, Biden will stumble upon. Uh, If the current trajectory continues, uh, we just saw uh, the Ukrainians launch their first offensive operation at an oil refinery inside of Russia. Um, What happens if the Ukrainian momentum continues? We keep providing them what they want, but they start actually pushing Russian forces out of Crimea, out of the Donbass, hitting targets inside of Russia that are supplying the logistics uh, to those forces. Is Biden so afraid uh, of Putin and what he might do that he's going to pump the brakes uh, on on our support or try to put limitations on it? Or is he going to give Zelensky everything he needs to fight for freedom and to restore the sovereignty of his country? I hope it's the latter, but I'm I'm afraid it may be the former. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are. And in fact, even if we listen, you know, Congressman Waltz, to the verbiage of the White House, they never kind of come right out and say, we want, you know, Zelensky to win. We just want to stop Putin. We want to stop his ruthlessness. You're right. They don't seem to have this very clear objective to winning the war. Well, and what the um, and the fear there is that, you know, I mean, let's keep in mind, uh, Ukraine hasn't been fighting this war for the last month. They've been fighting it for the last seven, eight years since 2014. Uh, And after the first invasion, it settled into a stalemate with this kind of trench style warfare. And Ukrainians have been dying at the hands of Russians ever since. And I fear all all that may happen now is cities will have been leveled. Atrocities will have happened and been committed. And all we've done is allowed the lines to move a bit where Russia just keeps taking these bite-sized chunks uh, out, out of Ukraine. And, oh, by the way, the chunk they're taking in the east is Ukraine's most energy-rich and mineral-rich sector of its, of its country. Uh, that's the part that will benefit Putin the most. And then, of course, the area along the Black Sea for that warm water uh, port that Russia has historically wanted. So let's help Ukraine take their land back. Let's help them win, not just manage a stalemate. Absolutely. And win not just for them, but I think for history. Boy, would it send a powerful message if Putin is completely driven out and also sent a message, don't ever think about doing this again. Um, I want to make sure that I get to you, um, Congressman Waltz, about your new book, too, because I think, boy, is it perfectly timed. The title is called Dawn of the Brave. Tell us about it, because it's about service. It's about leadership and certainly important topics. 
Well, it's a children's book. Uh, the age ranges are, are 6 to 10. Uh, it's actually one of a series. Uh, you cannot buy it on Amazon. I stomp my foot and say that again. It's not on Amazon. It's on bravebooks.com. It's a subscription model, and each month uh, your child would receive a new book with a focus on a traditional theme, uh, faith, family, traditional values. In the case of my book, it's the culmination of uh, the first series, uh, and uh, it's, based, it's focused on teamwork, service to country, uh, serving a cause bigger than yourselves, all of the characters, which are all animal-based, you know, cheetahs and gorilla and others, they've all had various adventures in the previous books, but they all come together uh, in mind to defend Freedom Island, and they figure out they can't, they can't defend it from the, from the evil pirates by themselves. They have to come together and work as a team. Everybody has their own streaks and weaknesses that are complementary, that can be celebrated. Uh, but look, Rita, we're all wringing our hands. I'm sure you've had many people on your show uh, about the garbage that's being taught in our schools, about this woke agenda. Well, let, what are we doing to, to, to take that back? And what are we doing to put positive, conservative, traditional content out there? And so I'm really proud to have partnered with Brave Books. It's available on bravebooks.com. And, and I think you know, we need our young folks to be learning and thinking about how we serve our neighbors, how we serve our community, how we serve this great country, and how we give back. And uh, I'm really thrilled with it. Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, $15 of each subscription will go to Samaritan's Purse, which is doing uh, such great work in Ukraine. How awesome is that? And they are doing amazing work, of course, with uh, my buddy Franklin Graham there, which is really fantastic. You know, do you think enough young people understand um, the importance of giving back? Do you think maybe some of the headlines of what we've been seeing of late, particularly, I think about even during the coronavirus, where there was so much attention on a positive note to the doctors and the nurses and the people yeah. that were doing just amazing things. And now here we're seeing, you know, sadly, what's also been happening, of course, in Ukraine, as we talked about, too. But at least they're understanding that there's a cost to freedom, which you understand as someone who was in the military. You were in the Army for 24 years, Congressman Waltz. Do you think enough right. young people understand um, maybe some of the headlines are, are also reinforcing this great message of your book, Dawn of the Brave? Yeah, I hope so. Um, but, you know, I also see what's happening in Florida with Disney uh, and, you know, the kind of the, the agenda that's going on there. Uh, so I, th I think we have to push back and I think we have to get this type of content, you know, into the hands of our kids and into the hands of parents. Uh, and parents have to, you know, take control of their child's education. So uh, I, I do think this episode, you know, this tragedy in Russia and Ukraine has really, hopefully, given the world a, a good, healthy shake, uh, wake-up call that evil absolutely exists. World War II-style brute military force uh, absolutely is is still a threat. Why we have to have a strong national defense and why we need a citizenry willing to step up. Uh, to defend our rights and defend our values. Um, I fear now a couple of generations away from the draft that, uh, you know, we've kind of settled into these, this, you know, very less than 1% right now serves in the military. And we've settled and it tends to be generational now that we're a couple of generations away. Uh, I would like to get us back to national service. That's not a draft, but, um, but we can incentivize it. 
and I would like to get us. You don't have to you know, wear a uniform to serve. You can serve in national parks or inner city tutoring or or elderly uh, elderly care. There's a lot of ways uh, that you can give back. And I think you know before we start giving education away or just forgiving people's debt, let's get the taxpayer some service back for that and our society some service back for that. Meanwhile, the citizen, the young people are learning leadership and followership and discipline and teamwork. You know, I think all of those things have to come back to the fore, but it, it starts at a young age and instilling those values. And again, thrilled, thrilled to be launching this book. Um, and, and I hope people will visit bravebooks.com and take a look at a subscription. Absolutely. What a great and timely and important message. And again, it's bravebooks.com. And I love the fact, Congressman, you also said that $15 of every book goes to Samaritan's Purse, which is helping so much the Ukrainian refugees. Bravo to the message. And thanks for your great service to this country and inspiring so many other people to do the same. Thank you, Congressman Waltz. Great to have you here. Thank you so much, Rita. Happy to come on. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 